They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we grown faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. We outline players up the chalk. Nitty greedy, this that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the nightest talk. Nightest talk, nitty gritty, this the nightest talk. I'm bringing safety back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the mother boys don't know how to act. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's special. What's that on your back? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, it's the safety show. I got myself and my girl Crystal Peachy B in the place to be. Yeah. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? If you are a 49er fan like Crystal and I, then you are like just doing one of these numbers with a big old Grinch smile on your face. <laughs> okay. There's some things yeah. going down in the Bay Area. And I mean, John Lynch, Parag Morate, Kyle Shannon, front <laughs> office. They getting busy with it. Now, 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 now. Hey, we got punch nah, nah, for nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Look, they, they getting busy in the free agency. And the thing that they're doing is they only, so far, they've only brought in one external piece, right? One external piece so far. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But before we get the show started, Peachy, are you having a great day? I am having a great day. It has been a hell of a, hell of a day since, since 12 o'clock with all these... 49er signings and restructures and movement and it's been really crazy and I just have a feeling that it's seriously just getting started though I think it's just getting started I like that I like that now ladies and gentlemen thank y'all so much for tuning in to the nitty gritty Niners show we all know that Donnie's in school he couldn't be here and he couldn't be with us this week but we're going to keep this show going if you're on Facebook please make sure while you're there you give us a like and one of those good old follows because you want to make sure that you get queued in for the next live episode also Peachy is posting good things on the Facebook so we have a Facebook group as well as a Facebook page so make sure you promote and support that nitty gritty Niners talk page as well as become a member of the group that'll be really dope for us guys all right also if you're on Twitter make sure you go ahead and give us a follow at nitty gritty the number nine e r s on Instagram you can also follow us at nitty gritty Niners spelled all the way out and on YouTube while you're here make sure you go ahead and pow smash that like button one time subscribe to the channel it's really important that you guys give us our your subscriptions it'll be your truly appreciate it you know what i'm saying numbers are rising we appreciate you guys out there keep those numbers going up and to all our listeners out there on their one-stop shop for podcasting make sure you go to anchor.fm backslash nitty gritty niners and you will get every episode now i'm going to tell you this right now if you haven't listened to a nitty gritty niners episode it's a tad bit different than what you see live so make sure you go ahead and you subscribe to nitty gritty niners 
on anchor.fm and go ahead and give us a listen and a, a subscription there and while you're there on apple Podcasts, you know that's my favorite we are there we're streaming live on apple Podcasts each and every tuesday we are streaming live go ahead and subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and give us you know what five stars that's all we ask for five stars and you can also email us nittygritty niners uh at gmail.com all right out of the bag we are moving on with this i'm so excited peachy like and i just can't hide it i'm gonna do my best to keep my my emotions tamed because it's still hot on the press there's a bunch of things that still might go down remember mm-hmm. today is the first day of free agent frenzy they but it's the, it's the legal <laughs> talking part you get mm-hmm. what i'm saying Weezy, yep. what's good, baby? Yo, my cousin Weezer is watching. He is one of the greatest musician producers of all time. Man, appreciate you watching. Uncle Bruce, man, I see you out there, man. How them cow? Never mind. I don't care about the Cowboys. Now, check this out. We are talking about the 49ers, and they are doing some things in free agency. So let's go ahead and get right to it. We have an awesome show for you where we're going to break down some of the safeties. There's some free agents that we want to talk about that we still might get on this team. It's free agency time. And there's some guys that we could be looking forward to the draft. You know what, Peachy? We finally can have really good, thought-out mock drafts. We're piecing pieces together. We got a couple of cornerbacks. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We are piecing some things together. So let's go ahead and break down. Now, the biggest free agent signing for the 49ers thus far. Yes, we signed Daniel Brunskill. We already know about Emmanuel Mosley. Those guys have been extended, all that good stuff. But it all started with a drunk tweet. And I believe that drunk tweet was from the coaching staff and a good old faithful Mr. Joe Staley himself. And they had some things they were talking about. They released some tweets. You remember that, Fiji? They released uh-huh. some tweets a yeah. couple of nights ago. And we were all like, did they get hacked? Exactly. <laughs> and they wouldn't say a goddamn thing, right? They wouldn't come out their mouths and say anything. But mm-hmm. I think this is some of the fruition that we're getting from those tweets, all right? So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Kyle Juszczyk signed to the San Francisco 49ers on a five-year deal worth 27 million dollars now you guys have had a day to kind of like think about this we could talk about this peachy your thoughts on the juice returning to the 49ers i am happy that the juice is back and will be on the loose i'm also i'm more happy about the actual money when you break it down (laughs) i feel a lot better about it once i see how how the contract is actually broken down. Yeah, I, I, even with the contract not being broken down, like I look at a five-year, $27 million, you can say that's probably about $5 million a year. But then you got to look at what was guaranteed from the top. And then that right. $10 million, that, that signing thing bonus that's guaranteed, like that's what's going to really be broken down per year. So you're looking at $2.something million a year for this guy. Um, and, you know, he originally signed a four-year deal, $21 million, $5.525 million a season in March of 2017. So I think this is a good deal for Kyle Juszczyk. You know, we talked about it on Nitty Gritty Niners. I mean, on Nothing That's But Niners. Deal. We're yeah. talking mm-hmm. about it here on Nitty Gritty Niners. I think this is a great deal uh, for mm-hmm. this guy. Now, I know a lot of people say, man, look, oh, what can he do? Look, 
He could do a lot of things if you give him the goddamn ball. I I tell you what, this will probably be one of his last contracts. You know what I'm saying? Fullbacks usually don't play that much long. The running back right. life isn't that long either. And he's going to yeah. be utilized a lot differently knowing that his, posi his position and his place on this team is secured. I think we'll see a lot of more Kyle Juszczyk. What do you think? I think that we will definitely see a lot more of Kyle Juszczyk. I think that he... Him just from like his tweets and from his excitement, I think he's just ready to give it all to the 49ers. Whatever we need him to do. After all, like um, John Lynch just said, he's an OW, an offensive weapon, which means that you will see Juice all over the field doing just whatever is needed at that time, be it blocking or receiving or run or any anything you'll see him him doing whatever it is and he's very excited and I think that that's got me excited because he's ready to just come in and just fall out for the 49ers and just be that extra help that the 49ers need you know a lot of people don't talk about this guy remember he is a a uh what, what do you call it he's a Harvard grad you know so mm -hmm. Harvard those, very those, smart yeah they, they get a different stigma to their names when you graduate yes. from an Ivy League school you know he's an Ivy League scholar yeah he's very smart he, he honestly he knows the playbook right and and whatever uh -huh. Kyle throws at him he's probably smart enough to kind of like figure it out or things like that I think you have this guy on your roster for purposes like that we like to run the ball uh -huh. so along with the offensive line you want a fullback that can lead block and to and get out there to get that gap wide open uh, absolutely David Yang says look since the guarantee is only 10 million it's probably like two million dollars you know, a year, a, a deal type thing, you know what I'm saying? He'll play the first two years uh, uh, and get that $5 million or whatever, whatever, and get his guaranteed $10 million out the way. And then the 49ers can do what they probably, you know, see fit. Look, my cousin is watching. He says 49ers are looking good, but he's a Saints fan. Listen, I just want to say <laughs> RIP to the New Orleans Saints. Look, this is no disrespect. Yes. I, will, I will tell you what, though. Drew Brees is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'll leave it there. Y'all can argue with it all you want. I will say that Drew Brees is, is one of the greatest quarterbacks. I don't like him, but he's definitely one of the greatest quarterbacks to play this game. How about I say that? He's one of the greatest quarterbacks. He's, he's, one, he's one of, oh, just like I think I tweeted, one of the greatest passers. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Ever. There's reasons Ever. why 49 fans don't like Drew Brees, though. So, right. so Weez, Weez, don't be mad at us, but there's reasons why <laughs> exactly. we don't like Drew Brees, because uh -huh. I tell you, man, I don't know how much money he was paying the refs during those times with them 49ers. I'm telling you. But boy, did y'all get some calls, man. I'm, I'm telling you, Amar Brooks is still pissed. It's a, there's some players that are mad. I'll never yeah. forget that hit. His head smoked in his shoulder pads like a turtle, and they used to call roughing the passer. I'm like, dude. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, but like, uh, <laughs> shout out to Drew exactly. Brees, man. What, what was this season? Was it 20 years in the NFL? I can't remember what the number was. But 20 years. 20, 20 years. 20 years, yo. He's an OG, triple OG. Mm -hmm. And when 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 he first when he first started, also, he was also around when when the league, you know, where it wasn't as player friendly as oh, it, it is. Oh yeah. Right. It, was, it, it was rough. Um he, he played he played back in some rough times. Went through quite a bit, so it, it was definitely rough, yo. But yeah. <laughs> respects to that guy. Yeah, uh, respect. He's still going to be doing something with the team, I believe, and they're going to send him on a good send off. I think they're going to have him back. 
the stadium is yeah. open. He's going to get his fans. Hell yeah. Be able to cheer him on. So, you know, mm-hmm. our, our respects to Drew Brees, man. Great guy. Great quarterback. Um, the, I heard a story today about Drew Brees, honestly, and the reason why he chose the Saints. Did you hear that story? Do you know that story? No. So the, the thing was, it was by mistake. Right. And so they were driving oh, okay. around and they ended up getting lost and they ended up they, they were on their way to New Orleans. I'm sorry. And uh, for the visit and they ended up getting lost. This was after the Hurricane Katrina thing. And they, they got lost in a really bad area that got effect, affected by the storm. And he oh, wanted to you. help rebuild the community. So that's why he uh, wait a minute. This that's why he signed with the Saints at the time. You know what, Miss Cinnamon? I tell you what. I was drafted. I was hope every year Drew Brees go like in the eighth or ninth round, and I make mm-hmm. sure that sixth to seventh round I see him on that board. I'm right about up. that. I was picking him up real quick. <laughs> yes, I always waited to get a Drew Brees. Yeah, Aaron he used Rogers to. He used to be, be on one of the. Mm-hmm. He yeah, sleeper. he did. He was a sleeper. Unfortunately, he had some injuries last year, and it kind of messed me up. So I had to had to double up, man. <laughs> I love it. My man says, look, I don't like Breeze. I like the team. I am mad at you, bro. I tell you what, the Saints will be going into the 2021 season with the fourth-ranked defense. So that should be something good to look forward to. So all you Saints fans out there, now back to the 49ers. Look, mm-hmm. man, Juice is here. He's here for five years. Here's the biggest signing of the day. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about my man, JV. Mm-hmm. Strong. J Fever. <laughs> Ian Rappaport reports 49ers quarterback Jason Verrett had a multi-year offer on the table, but opted to bet on himself again. He shined when healthy. He gets a one-year deal worth $5.5 million that can be up to $6.5 million if, if he makes the Pro Bowl. If he makes the Pro Bowl, he'll get an extra million dollars. That's his, his incentive to go out there and ball out at Pro Bowl level. Now, he is a Pro Bowler. He made the Pro Bowl last year, right? And so, Jason Verrett is going to go out there, and I guarantee you he's going to put on a show. What are your thoughts on the Verrett signing, and how do you feel about it only being one year? I'm really, really excited. I'm also more excited because apparently, and there's actually a report out there that says that he had multiple team offers. Multiple. Keyword. Or multi-year deals. And he chose the 49ers. One, because we we gave him a shot. He comes in. He's hurt. We still were understanding. So we basically just let him ride with us. And uh, then when he got healthy, then he balled out. And then when he got hurt again, so we basically were there for him. So he was basically just showing the Niners love and just wanted to go ahead and just hang out with us and see if maybe next year he could wind up getting paid (laughs) by having a really, really good year. What I'm liking about a lot of getting paid that are going on is that he is betting on himself, right? He signed mm-hmm. a one-year deal. He turned down a multi-year offer from multiple right. teams. You heard that? That was reported mm-hmm. by Ian Rappaport, right? And yeah. here's the thing that I really, truly, 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 truly like, right? The fact that he's saying, you know what, Niners? Y'all did me a solid. Mm-hmm. You signed me. I got hurt. Yep. You signed me again. Yep. I got healthy. I balled out. And now I'm going to give something back to you. And I'm going to show you at 29 going on 30 
why I can be a Pro Bowl cornerback in this league. And here's why the 49ers needed him. I'm going to mention a couple of guys. You ready? Hopkins, Metcalf. <laughs> Need I say anymore? I mean, Hopkins, Metcalf, who am I missing? It's a possible, uh, it's, a, it's a huge possibility, and nobody kill me for this. It could be Galladay. <laughs> it could also be Galladay. Let me, let me start with the number one guys, all right? So Hopkins, Cardinals, <laughs> Metcalf, and who who you saying Galladay going to the Rams? That's I said there's a possibility that it could be Galladay. They did know, have I'm some stuff that you, was floating on Twitter. I'm asking you where is the possibility because I'm trying to get a Rams guy in there. No. Oh, oh, um, sorry. Uh, Galladay uh, to the Rams because of his rapport with Stafford that they right. are saying that it's a possibility that it could be that we could be facing Galladay. And there you go, man. And, and so you <laughs> want to know why? The Rams traded for Matthew Stafford. This might have been a business move to get under. There may have it, yes. Can you yes, imagine exactly. dealing with exactly. Well, here's a wide receiver trio for that ass. You ready? Here we go. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, Robert Woods, uh, and Cooper Cup. <laughs> God man. Mm-hmm. How many quarterbacks, how many cornerbacks we we still got on this roster? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. You know, it's a game of chess. And these guys got to go out there and figure it out. This is where Kyle and them, they got to have to figure it out. All right. They're going to have to definitely yeah. figure it out because teams are going to try to stack and overload. And this is why we bring back certain guys like Juice because you say, all right, your linebacker court, which the Rams did sign uh, uh, Leonard Floyd, I believe. They signed a linebacker or something. You're, we, you're, we signed him back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with the Rams getting him back, who's going to cover? Like all of these weapons we're supposed to have coming exactly. out of the backfield, lining yeah. up different spots. And so it's always going to be a game of chess. Now, the question right. is, you know, how are we going to stop them? That's all I really care about. All right. So right, right. now we got we got Juice. We got Barrett. Uh, let's see. Here's some other news. Now, the 49ers got a guy from the Rams. They got a free agent from the Rams. Speaking, speaking of the Rams. <laughs> how this how this all flows right like because i Mm -hmm. didn't didn't even know we were going to say that like it's not like we haven't scripted so tom palacero reports the 49ers is signing uh offensive linebacker samson i don't don't want (laughs) to mess up his last name but we all know his first name is samson uh two to a two-year deal worth 12 million dollars that can be worth up to 13 and a half million dollars with incentives all right and so this is reported by Rap Sheet and Rappaport along with Tom Pelissero. Now, I, I this guy, I I know every 49er player probably, every 49er uh, fan out there probably immediately went to YouTube and started watching mm-hmm. the film. And all I'm going to say is watch the film against the 49ers. That's all I'm going to say. As a matter of fact, my man John uh, uh, Chapman put out a video of what he did to Mike McGlinchey. Uh-huh. I, did you did you get a chance to see that? <laughs> yes. Did you get it? Like, oh, all I'm saying man. is, whether he's a fit or not, that kid got some power. Power! Like, power. Like He's only 25, also. Like, Nintendo playing power. Man, mm-hmm. That kid got power. Like, power yes. in the blood power. Like, he's, he's strong. And so... What can he do for the 49ers? Well, here you have it. This is what actually broke the internet. I, like, I, I yeah. really think 
the restructuring of D Ford mm-hmm. defensive end and the four three system. This is where your guy um, Samson will end up probably playing. That's that rotation that you're going to probably see. D Ford restructures. And let's talk about his restructure. Ian Rappaport reports the 49ers and linebacker D Ford have agreed to terms on a restructured two year deal worth $24 million. Now, it has not been broken down yet. We don't know what's guaranteed. We don't know the injury parts of, you know, the stuff that's going to be included in this. We don't know that right. stuff yet. We do know that it's been a restructured $24 million deal for over the next two seasons. This frees up about 7 to $8 million for this year's salary cap for the Niners, Peachy. And so I'm saying... Trent Williams is coming back. Look, they, they, there's like they're Have bringing up as Have much freaking cash as they can Have get to, to bring be. this left tackle back here. <laughs> I know people are like, "Oh, we just move on for Trent." One person tweeted me, "Not that easy," and said something silly. Right? He said, "He was like, why do you guys covet a guy, right, that wasn't on the team when we made that Super Bowl run?" And what? I said, uh, go ahead and tag it. Go ahead. I, I want to know what you said. No. <laughs> You no, no, because because and, and then he also he put the disclaimer and said, look, there are other options out there that we can get cheaper. Now, cheaper and better are two different things. Can we all agree? Can I get an amen? Cheaper does amen. not mean better. You amen. might get lucky in the draft. You might get lucky signing a free agent at the left tackle position, but they also gotta fit the system. That's right. There's not, a, there's not many zone left tackles out there that fit this system. I just want you go to go back and watch on run plays what Trent Williams was doing to guys. Just watch on the run plays. Just just watch him on the run plays. Did he struggle in pass protection? Not really. He got a few a couple of holds on runs. Gave up maybe one or two sacks all season, if that. Right? And I believe those probably come off the quarterback or miscommunication on the offensive line where our guy not sliding over, blah, blah, blah. When he's taking the outside guy, supposed to slide to his outside. It's protections, right? And so you can blame him for it, whatever. But my point is he was rated the best left tackle in football in the year 2020 after not playing in 2019. I just want to reiterate why this guy (laughs) is amazing. Now, he is expensive. But so are all the other good left tackles mm-hmm. in the league. That's right. They cost money. Last time I checked, you want the left tackle that's going to protect the blind side of your right-handed quarterback. Am I am I wrong? Am I missing something here? No, you're I'm right. Confused. So you're why do I right. cover the guy that didn't play in 2019? I had to remind him that Joe Staley played in 2019. And so Joe Staley beat up old and hurt was enough, but not enough to win a Super Bowl. Was Thank you. To get us yes. to the Super Bowl. That, that's what I was going to say. Denise, Denise has a great point. People need to remember that he was out for a year. He was out for a whole year before he played and he balled out. He was out a whole year. Whole year? <laughs> and came back and played like he never left. Like for real, just came back and balled. Whole year. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. And Reports. I mean, I think they, you know, they, they, he said on 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 one of the podcasts he was on. Man, he felt like he could play the forty. He wanted to play as long as mm-hmm. Jason Peters did out in Philly. 
Yep. He said he felt like I could play the 40, man. That having that one year off, I didn't even give it like have to go full, full, full in 2020. Right. What? This is why he's gonna get paid. <laughs> now I know. I, I'm I'm hoping the 49ers are finding excuse me, ways to and I hope up- that that's what they're doing now. Yeah. I hope that that's what they're doing now. Oh, Cal- this is why Callie, I don't know why Callie won't be on the show. I can't, I don't understand why we can't get Callie on the daggone show, but he's right. Trent was out a year and a half. Okay. Yep. And so, that's right. Do that's I true. covet, do I covet players? Forgot about no, that. but I definitely want the, I, that's, I, I always want the best players. I, I, I don't know why that's a bad thing to want the best players on the team. I don't know if Trent wants to play with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think something is, I'm, t- I'm telling you something ain't right in San Francisco. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what that means, but something ain't right. Now, there are cheaper options and there's always the draft. But look, man, if we're not getting Sewell or Slater, then I'm not drafting anybody else at left tackle. Like not That's with right. the 12th pick. I'm just not. I'll trade back. And, you know, and then you got to hope you get lucky. Right. And then you're asking a rookie left tackle to come in and protect the guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who who don't know how to move around and do th- like I just I just think you want to make sure that the offensive line is seasoned. And then as the offensive line is, is starting to get older, then you start bringing in guys you can kind of like mold. Right. That's just my theory. Yes. That's just my theory. I could be wrong. Exactly. Also, PG, um, I'm not sure that this particular, you know, front office i don't think they're really good at drafting offensive linemen either i don't know if you want to check the, the... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check the record on that I, I, i'm not fond of mike mcglinchy i'm not no. fond of we don't know uh-huh. with uh colton we don't even know what mckivis yeah yeah we we don't even know like what uh, now, now I know we, this is not our breaking news, but we are going to talk about it because I don't know about you, Peachy, but I'm going to miss Kendrick Bourne. Uh, I am. I'm going to miss him. Kendrick Bourne signed it with a two-year deal with the Patriots, two-year, three-year, uh, two-year deal for twenty-something million dollars with the Patriots. He's going to be a wide receiver for the New England Patriots, which is cool with me because I get to watch them on TV because I live. God, the Patriots and him and Aguilar. Yeah. I got two receivers today. Yeah. And so oh, look, Manny, Manny was like, boo. And then Bricklayer's like, boo. <laughs> damn it, boy. <laughs> look, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I'm not blaming Jimmy G for Trent's decision. All I'm saying is there's a possibility that maybe he you know, some guys have that gift to where they can kind of dictate or control some things. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo to this day. I do know something. They haven't restructured him yet. That's right. They have not. Any any reasons? Anybody want to throw some tidbits out? Why? <laughs> you know? Why Jimmy ain't restructured? So I'm all out of him. I think Eric Crocker put something out earlier, and I'm like, hey, man, it's two possibilities. Either they trade him or they cut him. Like, one, one of them <laughs> things is going to go down at some point. One of the two. Yeah. Y'all might not want to hear it. I just think that's what's going to happen. I think Jimmy clearly doesn't want to be here. I don't know because he hasn't spoken up. But we had that conversation last week, and we won't get back. That's to that. true. Yeah. yeah, we know. We, we made people mad saying that, so we won't yeah, do that. Yeah, we did. 
Um, but look, I, I'm hoping Trent Williams is next. If Trent Williams signs to the 49ers, you probably won't hear from me until the draft. I think I'm going to be, we'll, we'll cancel the shows because I think the 49ers would have the most successful offseason out of all the teams. And I know every team is going to say that, but if the 49ers could get Trent Williams here, I'm good. I'm good. I'm wait, I'm, I'm ready for the draft. I'll so, do all draft so, shows. So, Breezy, I heard something that really made me sick to my stomach. I, oh, that's uh, not I heard about it and then I looked on Twitter. That the freaking sea chickens are sniffing around for him. Wait a minute. What? what? Oh, hell the no. Sea chickens are sniffing around for him. Over my dead body. That's that, what that, I that's, said. That's not, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I said, I said, man, <laughs> to that's, go dig under a hole somewhere if Seattle winds up with that dude. That's, if, if that's, that's not gonna happen. Oh my God, man. You just, I, can oh. guarantee, I can guarantee that's not gonna happen, but I wouldn't put it past Pete Carroll. Free agents are free agents. And uh, Kelly is crazy. <laughs> look, Kelly, I had to post this girl because why we why we dissing Kelly. my guy? Ke- Kelly, why we got this my guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First of all, don't nobody out here like Kendrick Bourne more than probably us on the show. Thank you, Kelly. Everybody complained he dropped passes. Now everybody mad he going to Foxborough. Look. I'm a Kendrick Bourne fan until he played the Niners. When he played the Niners, I'm gonna hate him. But when he don't doesn't play the Niners, I'm gonna probably have his jersey. I'm just gonna keep it a book. I, it's something about that kid's tenacity and his and his, you know, his sweat. It's something about him that reminds me of myself. I, like it's just something about him that I really love. And I think he's gonna go out there and he is going to let the world know. Yo, he got a. Tw- this kid went undrafted and got a two. He and got paid. Yes, I am. Um, I am happy for for Kendrick Bourne. I'm gonna miss his personality. He brought he brought a lot of personality to the 49ers. He really did. And he really, really did. Was he our most? You, oh, well, he was our best, most consistent. Okay, I thought I thought you put the word inconsistent in there, Manuel. But you're right. He was the most consistent <laughs> receiver, and for two seasons. He led the team in touchdowns. I, do y'all forget that? Like, he led the team in touchdowns in the red zone. Like, in the red zone, he was catching passes. And he dropped some, he dropped some easy passes. Too. But uh, he's going to be catching. I'm going to put this out there right now, PG. And All of our receivers drop, drop passes, though. You daggone right, they did. All of our receivers drop passes or the passes are underthrown. And it's just impossible for them to catch on that. If you want to keep it real, we can keep it real. This is nitty gritty, after all. And I'm just going to say that. While y'all are sitting up there getting okay, be like that, man. Mm. All of our receivers mm. are guilty. Even our tight ends are guilty of dropping passes. Like, they all Drop passes. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't say tight ends. Don't do that. Say George Kittle. Because Ron Dwelly didn't drop one pass last season. Don't say tight ends. I'm going to correct you on national television. Don't say tight ends. Say George Kittle. We're going to put that to bed. Now, all I'm saying is, look, I know y'all mad. Yo, please tell these fans to put some respect on this kid name. This cat showed up every game, took hits uh-huh. across the field like he was Jerry Rice. I'm not comparing him to Jerry Rice, but he took some hits. Got up and spun the ball after a first down. He the only person I know that can drop easy passes, passes but catch the most spectacular passes, hardest passes ever, yeah. and get you touchdown. And then dance. Yeah. Look, man, y'all going to put some respect 
on my boy's name, yo. Y'all gonna put some respect on his name. I'm gonna get nitty gritty with you. Real easy. Junkyard dog yeah. style. I know you know about yeah. junkyard dog family. I'll go junkyard. I got chains and things too. Exactly. That that's what that's what I'm saying though. And shout shout out to uh Miss Debbie. I see you out there. My girl Mariah, Finn, ev- everyone's out there. All of our faithful, our NGN faithful. Yes. We appreciate you guys. Kevin, Callie. <laughs> Callie. All of you guys that are out there, Callie, we, Callie we really appreciate you. All my friends show. I got out there that are in the chat too. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate Callie it. comes on the show with the compliment, sort of, and then he's he's automatically goes against Breezy. Like it's like it's like we like opposites <laughs> on the opposite spectrum of stuff. You know, he's like my uh like I'm, he's Mr. Glass and I'm the other guy or vice versa or whatever. Like which is on opposite ends of things. But that's my brother from another mother. I'll keep it a book. We love he called him. Oh, he called him out for a dance just because Jerry Rice ain't have no rhythm. Look, the game has changed. Music has changed. <laughs> And J- Jerry Rice just didn't have no damn rhythm. Ain't no everybody not Jerry Rice. What's good, Niner Gang podcast? Talk What's up, Niner Gang? Calling him out for dancing. Hey, he was catching touchdown passes. I didn't hear him congratulate him on that. Jerry Rice, I know you the GOAT, but come on, man. It's a different game, bro. Different game. Anyway, no one's going to outwork what the Jerry Rice did. So I think his expectations are just on level 100. So, oh, guys, we, we have a fun-filled show, right? So we talked mm-hmm. about all of the latest news. And we want to just get down to talking about some of these safeties, right? And so we did a poll. And we got some votes, right? We didn't get a lot of votes. So this must not have been a really cool poll. But Tart is out. He's testing free agency. Now, there's a possibility that the 49ers may re-sign Jaquiski Tart. I think these are the four best free safeties. Not, I mean, strong safeties, not free safeties. Strong safeties that are available and free free agency that fit this team. I'll read their names. Kenny Vaccaro from the Titans. A lot of people don't know about Bradley McDougal from the Jets. But when I tell you that this guy be putting the popping, stopping, rocking, jock into, into people, I, he did it to us. So if y'all don't remember, go back and watch week week uh, week two, week three, which, whichever. Malik Hooker, my favorite. And then Keanu Neal from the Atlanta Falcons. Also one of my faves. He's also a bang banger. Malik Hooker is more, he'll hit you, but he's definitely more of a ball hawk type of playmaker. So he can play free. He can play strong wherever you need him. Um, and so the fans, they voted for Malik Hooker to be the guy that they would sign as a free agent. Uh, Peachy, off of this list, who would you pick? And do you agree with the fans? I actually do agree with the fans. I love Malik Hooker. Yeah, man. I'm, well, I know you love Malik. He's an Ohio State, the Ohio State <laughs> alumni. And so I get it. Oh, you kind of cheated. <laughs> All right. I asked the wrong person. <laughs> we get somebody else on the show that doesn't. No, but I do too, Ohio though. But, I, I still, but he's still good, though. For, well, he's right, awesome. so, so Malik Hooker in college was amazing. He just, yeah. the only thing that scares me about him is injuries. Now, if we were. Not I, sure. I feel like if we were able to get Jason Verrett healthy, I think we can get Malik Hooker healthy. That that's just mm-hmm. my theory. That don't mean like it. it will happen, but that's just my theory. Okay. And so I will tell y'all this: there are two safeties that aren't that aren't on the 49ers that I want on the 49ers. One is Malik Hooker, 
and the other is Derwin James, and they both can't stay healthy. But I tell you one thing, they can make plays. And so Malik oh, yeah. Hooker being a free agent, I think you can get him on a one-year deal, just mm-hmm. like Jason Verrett. You feel me? Just like Jason Verrett. I think you can get him on a one-year deal. I, I really think so do. Too. Due to the injuries, coming off of the ACL that he just tore or whatever, coming off the 17 yep. other ACLs he tore in the past few seasons, I think uh, you can get him on the one-year deal to prove himself because what do the 49ers need at the safety position? Uh, a playmaker. <laughs> exactly. A playmaker. A guy yeah. that's going to be really good in coverage. Then you can go ahead and you can savor him because you can bring in Marcel Harris to be the in there on the run. So now you got Marcel to lay the boom, Malik to play coverage. You can have these two guys, Jimmy Ward's back there. Like you, you'll have. Oh man, man, that that would. Now I do like I like Keanu O'Neill too from Atlanta. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I, I do like him, but he also these are all injured guys except for Bradley McDougal. Now Bradley. I believe played all his games with the Jets last season. And I know no one wants to pick anybody from the Jets, but their defense was scary. Remember, they use the multiple right. schemes on defense. You don't know what they're throwing at you. They be blitzing with the quarterback, and he ain't even on the field. Like, they just do mm-hmm. anything, you know? And so um, I like Bradley McDougal. I'm, su- I'm surprised no one gave him any votes, including myself. I didn't vote for him either. But I do like him. There's something about him I actually like. <laughs> and so with the, these safeties being free, it's going to put the 49ers, I feel like, well, let's, let me ask you this question. Do you think they address the free safety, the strong safety position and free agency? Because it's a hole. Or do you feel like they get him in the draft? In my opinion, I think that it will actually be in the draft. Okay. All right. So you're a draft girl. You say draft, draft the prospect. Now, we're going to talk about some of these prospects. And I did my research. I know you did your research on them. I watched some film. Uh, I got some gra- draft grades on them. Uh, but just looking at, I was trying to focus on the ones I feel like will play in the box, opposed to the free safety. Because we have we have Jimmy Ward, and I think Tavares Moore keeps getting better. Right. Like, I feel like he would be the guy that's going to replace Jimmy Ward at the free safety position. I believe he's more of a ball hawk because of his stature, his size, his ball skills than Jimmy Ward is when it comes to doing stuff like that. But I think Jimmy Ward right now is still the smarter player. So um, our guy, uh, uh, your boy, Niner Faithful, uh, mentioned a guy named Troy Warner. And I didn't get a chance to check him out. So if you want to put what school he's from, we'll go ahead and give him, you know, check him out so we can go yeah. ahead and, you know, give him a grade as well. Mm-hmm. Fred, Fred, uh, oh, you're talking about Fred Warner's little bro. Oh, oh, I oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if he, would he play safety in, is he, is he going to play the bo- in the box? I don't know. I might like him. I don't know. I, I would like for them to bring him in at least for a workout. Like, you know That'd what be I'm great. saying? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, the BYU guy. I remember. I, I know now. It just mm-hmm. didn't dawn on me that it was Fred Warner's little brother. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I got you. I got you guys. <laughs> you know, with all this creative um, stuff popping. <laughs> there's some guys, though. He's not even ranked. He's not highly ranked. But that doesn't mean he won't make it as a 49er. He could be a fifth-round pick. Right. That's right. And, and then blossom as a 49er. You know the 49ers find their gyms. In the fifth round. And so things like that can happen. But let's go ahead and talk about some of these safeties. So, Peachy, I'm going to let you pick. We're not going to have an order. You're going to tell me who you want first, and we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about it. 
Mr. Paris Ford. All right, so we're going all the way to Pittsburgh. We're going to the East Coast worldwide. All right, man. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about this guy, because I got some things on this guy, too. Okay, awesome. Mr. Paris Ford is six feet, 190 pounds. And it said that he's, he's physical, he's aggressive, he's athletic, plays the game with a lot of enthusiasm and urgency. Has great ball skills with range and fluidity to be an asset in coverage. Overall, he's also a tone setter that loves contact and is capable in coverage. Unfortunately, it says that he's that even though he's ultra physical, but he doesn't arrive on, on schedule due to inconsistent angles and not arriving under enough control, but they do feel like that he could um, come out of that and that he has a chance to develop into a starting safety and split zone defense. All right. Paris Ford, you have, and my man Callie put, posted something. I, I did not forget about him. I just don't know if he makes that extra step, that leap up. Not sure if this is the season that, that he's going to make it because we're talking about, all right, here, here's what I mean by that, Callie. Now, either he makes a big jump. We talk about Jared Maiden from Alabama, right? Either he makes a big leap into, you know, forward into that strong safety spot because uh-huh. at the end of the day, uh, let's keep it a buck. Is Marcel Harris a B-plus safety? Is he a B-minus safety? Not my opinion, right? And so now you're talking about taking a guy that was on the practice squad for most of the season to try to replace a guy that's probably like a C-plus or C guy. And I just don't think so. I think we want to upgrade there and still allow the young pup, you know, to develop, you know, his skills. This is why we didn't see a lot of Tavarius more either. I mean, due to injury, he came in the game more. But, like, on special packages, yeah, you want to play dime package, you know, and, and bring out an extra uh, DB. Yeah, you might see a guy like Jarrett Maiden. Um, but I just don't know if he's going to be able to progress. But, again, new defense, new defensive coordinator. Not sure how that's going to work, but I definitely didn't forget about Jared Maiden. But we're talking about guys that I think that would could fit and you can kind of like plug and play. That might be a, a little bit ahead of Jared Maiden um, with these particular guys that we're talking about. Now, Paris Ford, I got some things about Paris Ford, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I like about Paris Ford. He only played two years at the safety position, which means where was he before? He was a cornerback. Or he played outside corner on top of that. Now, he's a, he, in 2020, he became a great tackler. He always went for the boom hit, right? He was he was a boom guy. Like, I'm, I'm going to knock you solid. Then he learned how to tackle. So, in 2020, his tackling improved. He had six picks and nine pass, uh, PBUs in the last two seasons that he played. He's not fast. That's that's one of his downfalls. So, he's probably like right. a 4-6 guy, maybe 4-5, four, 4-6. Four, I not think bad. that's what, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so decent speed. Uh, and he's a box guy. He's going to be a guy you want in the box. Right. And so is he going to be an upgrade over Marcel Harris or Jarrett Maiden? We don't know. Will the Niners right. draft him in the first round? I hope not. But um, yeah. I definitely I have him like a third round draft pick, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he can, he can play the slot. So he can play the slot. That's that's one of the things he's good at. And the 49ers currently right now are missing a slot corner because they haven't brought back our guy, K1 Williams. And Jamar Tilla is still recovering from his offseason, his season injury. Right. And so this might be a, pl- a place where you can get a guy. The one thing Kyle Shanahan likes are versatile guys. So if I can get a guy that could play safety and cornerback. Uh-huh. 
This might oh, yeah. be a guy you see on the 49ers. So good selection. Uh, Peachy picked all the safety selections. So this was her week. And she got some good freaking prospects. Who you want to go with next? Mr. Javon Holland out of Oregon. Oregon! <laughs> Talk about him. Javon Holland is 6'1", 196 pounds. He is versatile, very intelligent. He can line up in multiple places in the secondary He's a good leader and communicator in the back end and easily adjusts with motion. He's also a very good athlete with loose hips, agility, and body control. When aligned in the slot, he can cover really well upside to allow the coordinator the flexibility to make different calls. This player has a skill set to become a starting safety in the NFL, and it affords him the schematic versatility to play in any scheme, so he can fit in any scheme. All right. So Javon Holland out of uh, Oregon, 196 pounds, kind of mm-hmm. lightweight. He's a little yep. six pounds heavier than Paris Ford, which is a right. little bit scary when you want these guys crash cracking down on these running backs, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. He did. Here, here's an interesting. He didn't play the 2020 season. He he foregoed he foregoed the 2020 season, so he didn't play right due to right. COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But in 2019, he up He didn't allow one touchdown, not one. Right. I have some bad things about him, some bad grades. He's not a good tackler. All right. Um, he lacks athleticism. But, you know, he has nine picks and 11 pass break PBU. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and so, you can lack some athleticism if you're going to be able to take so a hat and right. try to go ahead and get you a pick six or something like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so I'm cool with that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Does he fit the 49ers? I tell you what, he's six one. He's tall. He's lanky, and uh, he's a playmaker. That, that's what he is. Will the 49ers draft? I have him, and he's also a second, third round guy um, that you could probably get on day two or day three um, for the 49ers. So I, I also have him up there. Um, good pick though. Good guy. Good kid. Uh, definitely can make some plays. He can get you some interceptions and break up passes. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with next? Next, we got Andre Cisco out of Syracuse. I just want to draft him because his last name is Cisco. Now, if you guys know what Cisco <laughs> is, it's two things. Cisco's only two things. Well, three mm-hmm. things because his name is a company system brand, right? The way his last name is spelled. Then if you put drop the C and put an I, a S in front of it, you get Cisco the singer. That yes. thong, the thong, 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 right? You get that. I hope I don't get sued for that. And then, how do you spell the Cisco drink? Because it definitely was liquid crack. I remember that. That was liquid crack in a bottle. <laughs> I don't remember how to spell it. I, I don't know if it was spelled with the S C I Y. I don't know. All I know it's is, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead and talk about my man Andre. You want to talk about thumpity thump thump? Okay, starting with Andre, uh, six feet, 203. So he's bigger than the other two guys that we talked about. Uh, Not to mention that he had 13 interceptions and 14 pass breakups in just 24 games. So that was awesome. He's a ball magnet. And his ability to take the football away is what makes him so appealing. His size and athleticism are also both plush traits. It said that that he is a that he he he's just a banger. Like I'm just reading this, like he really is. Like he's just a banger. And um, when it comes to techniques and everything, <laughs> eat, eat. 
even though he has like all kinds of room to that, that he can, you know, learn and grow is still um, just amazing from what I watched. He's really good. His, it says that he can be a starting free safety that plays primarily in deep alignments, single high and split zone safety. I really like him for the 49ers. I think he'd be really good on the 49ers. I think so too. I, I'm. I. I was. I was really film. impressed whenever I, um, you know, I was watching tape. Yeah, I was. I was watching some film on this guy. And look, look. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. Hey, Kev, this is my dog right here. Yo, they secondary was legit, too legit to quit. Like their uh-huh. whole secondary. Just give us the whole secondary. Hey, Ricky. Yep. I want to know who R.W. McCorders is. This his son. Like, is that who we talking about? I, I don't I haven't looked him up. I, I don't know anything about it. So feel free to let us know. Um, I was just reading some of the comments. So if you saw me burst out laughing, it's because of some of the things that these people were saying in the comments. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I would love to be yeah. on your Niner Faithful Radio, man. Let me know. Shoot me an email, uh, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com and let us know how, how we can get on there. That would be awesome. And you could be on the show as well. We would love to have you on. All right. And um, let's say somebody else put something that was really cool. Oh, where's, where's my man Manny? Look. This drink was so potent, Peachy. And you should know about Cisco. Like, I know this about drink Cisco, yeah. Potent, right? <laughs> potent, potent. Wait a minute. Uh, Manny, I don't mean to cut you off. Miss Debbie had to break it down for us. All right, boom. Fortified wine or Cisco. I don't know what kind of wine Cisco was. I didn't know that was wine because that was a strong wine. That's probably why I don't like wine, if that's a wine, <laughs> right? Because Cisco mm-hmm. was different. We called it liquid crack over here in Connecticut. That's what it was called, liquid crack. Crack in a bottle. Oh, oh, he's compare. Oh, he was comparing uh, no TDs hype to RW. Rock got you. I'm not stupid. I'm just slow, but I got okay. you. Right. Um. Right. So that he's saying that that kid won't be a good fit. Let's not pick him. I'm with you. Bump, bump that guy. Bump Holland. Um, uh, he's probably more of a deep ball safety anyway. I mean, deep ball safety anyway. Uh, but back to Andre Cisco. Don't try it, especially now, Miss. Don't try Cisco. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what made Cisco dope? It was like two dollars. Like it was cheap as heck, right? It so was. Everybody was. You didn't have to buy E and J. You could get. Like it was. It was. It was different. All right. And so that's funny. Uh, but back to Andre, man. Look, he's a deep ball guy. All right. Now he did tear his ACL in 2020. So you got to go back to 2019 and watch this kid ball out. Like right. you got to go back to 2019. Great speed. He's probably like a 4-4 guy. Like 4-4 as a, at, a, at safety? He's six feet 209. Okay. All right. <laughs> like this kid is a, is, is, is a big guy. He is the ideal size. The only downfall I have for Andre Cisco is he takes poor angles yeah. on the run. I don't want another guy on this team that take poor angles on the run because we already got yeah, two. Of them. True. I'll mention their names just in case you forgot. Tavarius Moore <laughs> and Marcel Harris. Mm-hmm. That's true. They take poor angles on the run, but they do lay the boom too. So, so, so it's like, uh, he's one of those guys. So either you're gonna live with it, or you, or you know, or you don't. Who we going with next? Next, we have Trayvon Morig out of TCU. <sighs> this is my favorite guy. So uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do your thing. Go ahead. Six one, two hundred eight pounds. Whew. Trayvon is a free safety 
that has done that, that had multiple roles for the Horn Frogs. He's a consistent and urgent single high player. He's a free flowing mover that's at his best when able to patrol the middle of the field. I like that already. With seven career interceptions, he's proven to not only be a constant ball disruptor, but he's a safety that can change the momentum of games by getting the ball back to his team. He is really good in run support, but he can be better. And as a safety that isn't afraid to come up and tackle, but his tactics and aggressiveness while doing so can sometimes be out of control. He's also reliable in man coverage, but has eye, has, has really good eye discipline. But he does need to improve a little bit with that. But I think that he'll be great in the NFL and they have him as a starting free safety. Scheme fit is a heavy cover one or cover three free safety. I don't have him as a starting free safety. I have him developing into an NFL free safety. But I get why they have him there. I will listen. Let me tell you why. Nah, nah, I never had this. Is this a West Coast thing? I've never had. A, uh, oh, never had a, I love Four Loco. Four Loco is awesome. Nah, son. Like, I, I'll try it. But I'm 40, love y'all. It. I don't know if I could rock with Especially it. Especially the purple. <laughs> get, get, get the purple can. The, the purple, purple can. can. Yes. Yo, Four it's Loco. They're it talking is. about uh, my man Jim, man. This is my guy, yo. He's talking about <laughs> the Andre Cisco guy. <laughs> All we could do is laugh. I tried to make sure that we oh, were all okay wow. read this, but yo, we were cracking up. Definitely sounds like a fit. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like a good fit. Um, but listen, everybody has had four local other than me. I, I haven't lived. I haven't lived yet. I gotta try it. I'm definitely gonna try it. It's four really local good. and a 40 in the same drink. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. It we got to make sure y'all remember this. When, when, when Sizzling Sundays is back on, yes. like, that needs to be a premier drink for a local. We'll make our own. How about that? For Sizzling Sunday. Oh. Listen, this kid is my Sounds guy. good to me. Here's what I like about him. And let me tell you what I don't like about him first, because I, there's more that I like than I don't like. Correct. And so right. he does have issues. He's not a good tackler. And, and here's why he's not a good tackler. Deshaun Golson. Deshaun Golson wasn't a good tackler neither. But he would hit you so hard. So hard. <laughs> that you folded like a beach chair. Felt right? <laughs> That's who mm-hmm. Trayvon remind me of. Yeah. Somebody mentioned Deshaun Golson earlier in the in the comment section, too, by the way. Yeah. That's who he reminds me. Now, I know uh, he played free safety, and that's what Peachy was saying. He would develop. He That's what he does. He he would develop into free safety. You got to read these comments. He'd knock you into payday. What? <laughs> he knock you into. He did, yo, Deshaun. I don't, all right. We got to. Oh, I should have did a poll. Who hit harder? Gosen or Hitner? Like, who was the hardest? Oh, player? yeah. Good Lord. Exactly. Ooh, we could have yes. did that. There's some hard-hitting safeties that played in this game. Mm. Um, we, got, we got, we got, we got Steve Atwater. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, um, Sean Taylor. Yo, there's some hard-hitting safeties. <laughs> God dang. Y'all will be damned if I don't put that Sean Golston or this kid. John Lynch was a hard-hitting safety. Ooh, yes. Wally, bang, bang. Yes, absolutely. Listen, look, absolutely. Let's just ask them, Gosen or Dante Whitner, who hit harder? Now, I watched Dante Whitner hit 
hit a New Orleans. I want to say it was Pierre Thomas. So Dante Hitner. <laughs> and that's why he got the Hitner. I don't think Pierre Thomas played another game. Yes. It was bad. It was who, bad. Who was it that put that hit on Reggie? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, my, my, my brother Josh, <laughs> my little cousin. If you're still watching this show, we got to bring it back to the Saints. And I'm sorry. We started with the Saints. We're going to end with the Saints. Who was it that hit Reggie Bush so hard that he crawled off the field? Was that, a oh, lot? Was that Patrick Willis or was that a safety? I don't know who that was, but I do remember the play. That cat crawled off the field. Flipped him up. <laughs> he he so. thought the camera wasn't on yes. him. And the camera watched him remember. to the sideline. I cannot remember who it was, but oh, it was a beautiful hit, though. Can somebody please out there tell me beautiful who hit. hit Reggie Bush so hard he crawled off the field? Like, somebody please. Knows. I need to know. It was Patrick Somebody Willis. I thought, I thought it was Patrick Willis. David Yang Willis. says it was Patrick Willis. I Willis. thought it was Yeah, Patrick different people Willis. are saying Willis, yeah. Okay. Got you. I mean, like, they had to change the game. That's, that's why linebackers are soft now. I, I'm telling you. They don't, they don't <laughs> exactly. hit as hard. Exactly. Like, we watched Patrick Willis take out Brad Smith. He folded mm-hmm. him backwards. That, yes. that must have hurt. Did Brad Smith play after that? I think he retired. That's probably why Patrick Willis retired early. It wasn't because of his foot. It was because he was having post-traumatic syndrome stress for whatever PTSD <laughs> for the way he was hitting people. He was he was hurting people and he didn't yes. even know it. Anyway, man, yeah. that's another yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. But I, I, my point was Dante Whitner. And Deshaun Golston used to knock, mm-hmm. guys off, knock guys out. I thought Dante, uh, uh, Deshaun Golston was the free safety because he made more plays. He had more interceptions in, 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 uh, the, in that field. So he plays in the field. And that's where I could see a guy like Trayvon Murray. Now, I have him going in the first round, but I have him going late in the first round. And so, thank you, Kelly. Wait now. Pierre Thomas to Hitting sleep. There. I mean, sleep, sleep. I mean, night, night. Hitner, yeah. Hitner or Golston. Couldn't even play in this NFL today. Oh, no. <laughs> they could not even play play in this NFL today. Guys like that. Uh, absolutely not, PG. Absolutely. They put some not. serious fear. They put some serious fear. fear in you. Fear? It ain't about the fear. Yo, their paychecks would have been two dollars. They would have had to pay so many fines. <laughs> That's why Patrick Willis probably retired. He looked at his paycheck and was like, yo. This ain't right, dog. And so he was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Now, nah, Patrick, we love you, man. We can't wait till you retire. Um, I mean, not retire, but go into the Hall of Fame as a 49 Get into the Hall. That's going yeah. to be cool. Oh, we talked right. about right. No one hit harder than Ronnie Lott. That's that's a known fact. You you tell me not a that safety right. that hit harder than Ronnie Lott. Maybe Steve Atwater. What's, wait, wait, you know who I forgot to mention? And Eagle fans, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to whisper Brian Dawkins' name. He was scary, too. God, dog. And so we we talk about bringing safety back, right? That's the name of the show. That's what we want to do. We need to bring the safety back, you know? Because that was the... That's what safeties do. They save Mm -hmm. plays, right? They save save it. Hey, hey, you you give up the top. All right, I'm coming. I got your back, cornerback. Exactly. I'll be there. Yep. 
if I can't make the play on the ball, I'm gonna make the, the player drop the ball. That's what safeties do, man. That's and right. God leave. We can if if Jaquaski Tart could have only just stayed healthy. I know. He was a thumper. And he could get interceptions. He dropped back in the coverage and get interceptions. I know it. <clears throat> Wait, I did I I so I didn't say I I okay. All right, all right. Hear, hear me out because I think Ed Reed is the best safety to ever play the game. But we talking about thumpity thump thump hits. Yeah, we talking about thumpers. Like Ed Reed would hit you, but he was thumpers. definitely the playmaker back then. He was pick six in it all day. Oh yeah. Now Troy Palomalu, I could put Ed him Reed here. was a G. I, I can see Troy. We got to do a top five list on the nitty gritty. Joint. Yo, hit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Daddy Yo, I'm with you, bro. He, he wasn't the no, he, he wasn't a hitter. Hear me out, Daddy. He would be in there on tackles, but mm-hmm. he wasn't hitting you. you right. Know what I'm saying? Now, Troy Palomalu, David, that's a different story. Troy Palomalu plays safety, but I don't know where the hell he He the only person I know in the NFL that can line up wherever he wanted. Coach couldn't do nothing. Troy Palomalu right. be like, yo, I'm lining up on the I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a defensive lineman and Get to the quarterback. This dude jump over the whole offensive line and say, <laughs> "Yes, listen, mm-hmm. this guy right here, West Coast seventy six. Yeah, R.I.P. Man, rest his rest, rest in heaven, man. Because like, this this dude was a problem, and he used to hit hard. We, hey, Manny, I brought up, I brought up Dawkins, yo. I forgot about him really quickly. We whispered Dawkins. Flashback. I had a Madden <laughs> flashback too. Like I got hit." Like you with the hit stick. This is why the mm-hmm. hit stick is in Madden. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I agree, Jim. What did I say, Jim? Yeah. Ed Reed is the best safety to play the game. His mentality. Yeah. And I don't know if that I don't know if um having a guy like Ray Lewis helped him be more smart in that backfield. Cause when you got a Ray Lewis who mm-hmm. also can hit. And playing coverage as well, take away the middle of the field. I think that allowed him to play more cerebral. Look, I agree. I, I would say Ed Reed is the best safety to ever play this game. Ever play this game. I know there's a lot. We ain't mentioned guys like Night Train Lane and, and guys that we can go check a lot Cecil's of them. Yeah. We mentioned Chuck Cecil. There's some guys, man, that we mm-hmm. have not mentioned. Uh Peach. So going with the safety, man. Final thoughts on the show. What do you think is going to happen with the 49ers? They need to address that position. Pat Tillman was good at rest his, uh, resting his soul as well. Yeah. He's definitely a good guy. I um, Like I said, I feel like that the 49ers are probably going to address it in the draft. Now, if if we can't get Trent and, and there's some other things that we can't get, I mean, it's possible that we might go after one of these free agent safeties. It yeah. just depends on what we could get them for, you know. But um, other than that, um, I do think that um, a bit of, of um, breaking news. I just wanted to say real quick. It's not a, it's not about the 49ers, but a lot of 49ers wanted us to, to talk to this player. Corey Davis got signed by the New York Jets. Aha! He ain't coming here. <laughs> he ain't coming here. Because Juju is on his way. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, still lit. So that's one one receiver that we can mark off is Corey Davis is God, a New York Jet. Juju, get back to Juju. <laughs> now, listen, I know a lot of people wanted they wanted Corey Davis or they want um what's my guy Curtis Samuel from Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, just Juju going to drive that Ferrari all the way out to California. 
And he's going, <laughs> we going to have some weapons. Weapons, as they would say in French. Weapons. You know, pass me the the weapons. We're going to have some weapons. I can tell you that right now. I'm looking forward to it. Listen, I'm loving day one in free agency so far. I know someone asked our thoughts on the moves. We talked a little bit about it earlier on the show, but Mm -hmm. to give you a quick recap, we absolutely love the moves. Peachy loved the moves. Breezy loved the moves. It was their moves that need needed to be done. Okay. And so we're, we're kind of like patiently awaiting (laughs) to see if this one piece, this one piece gets solidified. And I think Mm -hmm. after the Trent, if Trent Williams does become a 49er, then you'll see a lot of other stuff happening with the 49ers. I think until then, they have to hold off. They have to either wait for Trent Williams to get signed because then you're going to see them go after other guys that they can go after in free agency. Um, the, the the center out there and and that I would go for, if you guys ask me, you, you might as well go ahead and get the veteran guy. Bring Alex Mack in here. Yes. You can say he was on the decline. I'm going to say... I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm also going to say I just don't think he wanted to play in Atlanta. It it happens. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you go to a new spot, you get motivated, and then all of a sudden, bada boom, bada bing. It is what it is. So, um, right. Definitely love the show today. We talked a little bit about safeties. There are the the position in the draft isn't like like it's not. It's more about the cornerbacks this year if you're talking about DBs. It's not even about the linebackers. You're going to get your best linebackers in the first round, and then after that, it's a big drop. As far as safeties, you'll probably get one in the first round after that big drop. And then cornerbacks is where you can kind of like get deeper in the draft, right? You can kind of get those guys deeper in the draft, and we did a show Mm -hmm. on that. So if you guys missed any of our shows so far, if I'm not mistaken, Peachy, we covered, I think, all the positions except for cornerbacks. That's right. All right. So maybe quarterback is next. Uh, l- listen, your Niner boy, Fable, have me on your show. I'm going to talk all about my man Horn. I'll, I'll talk all yeah. about him because that's my guy. That's that's the guy the 49ers need to bring in here. I don't care if he get called for defensive pass interference or hold or whatever. That kid's a baller. Bring mm-hmm. him in here. Let him learn under right. a guy like Jason Verrett. I never thought I'd say that. I, mm-hmm. I never Jason Verrett will become a teacher now. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Jason. this. Yes. On our show. Sad, sad breaking news, actually. Keyshawn Johnson's oldest daughter passed away. Oh. It is all over Twitter. I'm not exactly sure what happened. I just know that he put, it is with incredible sadness that I have to share the news about the passing of my beautiful daughter, Maya. Maya as my firstborn child has been the joy of my and her mother, I'm sorry, Shakiri's life. I can barely see it. And I just wanted to make sure that us at Nitty Gritty Niners um, would like to send our our, um, prayers out and thoughts and that we're with Keyshawn Johnson and his family. And I'm sure everyone in the tribe is too. I, I don't know very much about it. I have no idea. It just came across Twitter. And I just looked at it and I thought that we should say something about that. So Yeah. Whenever we lose anybody, like we definitely want to pay our respects. Um, right. It's definitely a sad time. Um, so our prayers definitely go out to the family of the Johnsons. Uh, but guys, listen, man, I want you guys out there to stay up and stay faithful. Most importantly, hey, that might be our little tagline at the end of the show. Stay up 
Stay faithful. Stay yeah. faithful. Let's do it. That's I good to me. That. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, and the reason why I say that is, you know, we all are speculating, right? We all want things to happen in the ways we want them to happen. And we just aren't in control of any of it, right? At the end of the day, it comes down to the guys in the front office. Those are the guys that are making the moves. And then once those moves are made, we either got to scratch our head and, and then after get over it and sit back and rock with what we got, right? Because I still think yep. Jimmy Garoppolo is getting cut or traded. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much <laughs> for tuning in to the Nitty Gritty Niners show. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, uh, Crystal PGB. Make sure y'all give her a follow on Twitter. I need her Twitter followers to pop up. This is one person I know that will sit there and have a full-fledged conversation with you. So if you like to talk. She got you. Make sure you give her a follow at Crystal PGB. If you're not already following me, just follow me, man. I ain't a bad guy. I might curse you out every now and then, but it's probably well-deserved, all right? We love you guys out there. Stay up. And stay faithful. There we go. She forgot it. No, I'm sorry. She was on the delay. We out, y'all. Peace. They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. That's that. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. The boys stay hot, repping Niners in their city. Take one, take two, take that life, diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greedy, this that Niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greedy, this that Niners talk. We outline players up the show. Nitty greedy, it's that honest talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greedy, it's that honest talk. Not talk. Nitty greedy, it's that honest talk.